Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us at Life Family Church Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. Open your Bibles, if you would, please, to the book of Psalms 100. Psalms 100. We're going to read that. This morning, I want to talk to you about the power of praise. The power of praise. So, you want to get your praise on this morning. Amen. Psalms 100. And starting with verse 1. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you lands. Try that one more time. I just one more time here. This side was a little more Pentecostal. <laughs> this side was a little more denominational. Okay, so. <laughs> make a make a joyful noise. <laughs> make a joyful noise. Are you? Okay, praise God. Okay, good. That's much better. Praise God. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. <laughs> no, ye, this is going to be a great Sunday morning service. I mean, Andrew fell out. That right there just does it all, okay? Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth to all generations. Yeah. There is something about, I'm telling you, the presence of the Lord is like stinking thick in here. Man, I like it a lot. Did you know that the word peculiar doesn't mean weird? I'm serious. I'm serious. Peculiar does not mean weird. It means chosen of God. A people chosen by God. See, the world thinks, oh, whatever. Pray. You're peculiar. Then it's not weird. You're a, you look it up. You look up the word peculiar. You are a chosen people by God. Amen. You know, being glad is a lot better than being sad. Amen. Being healed is a lot better than being sick. Amen. Being prosperous is a lot better than poor, broke, busted, and disgusted. Sometimes you just got to praise your way through your circumstances. When the devil comes in, like a flood, the Spirit of God will set up a standard against him. Weapons may form, but they will not prosper. If God is for us, then who can be against us? The word praise means this. Out of the Webster's Dictionary, it says this. It's an expression of gratitude, an emotion of the heart, excited by the favor or benefit received. For personal favors conferred, a glorifying and extolling, to extol in words of song, to magnify, to glorify on the account of the perfections and the excellent works of God. I think sometimes we tend to forget sometimes or we think that we may be foolish. 
Isn't it interesting that God takes the foolishness things to confound the wise? Amen. And of course, you know, all these things that are coming out, you know, these you know, plagues and lions and tigers and bears, oh my. But we have, we have Psalms 91. Amen. Come on now, we have Psalms 91. And more precious than Psalms 91 is the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is sufficient. You can plead the blood in the morning, you can plead the blood in the afternoon, and you can plead the blood at night, and you can plead the blood before you go to bed. Weapons may form, but they will not prosper. Why? Because you're covered with the blood of Jesus. Sometimes you just got to praise your way through it. When you're feeling money low, the Bible says, put on. Put it on. That's the only place in the Bible where it says you can put it on. Come on, put on. Yeah, you got to put on. Come on, hello, somebody. You got to put it on. You got to put it on, Gabe. Working 87 hours a week. You got to put it on. 68 hours a week. Okay, that's pretty good. He's a UPS driver. Can you imagine having that job? People angry at you, cutting you off in traffic, giving you the digit. I mean, that's a bad day. I mean, dogs, cats. I mean, really? Dogs and cats. I mean, how many dogs do you deal with almost every day? At least 20, right? A lot of dogs. <laughs> 50 dogs a day. I know my dog likes you guys in the brown. Praise God, amen. Every time they come to the door, she's... <laughs> Until she sees Gabe, and then she wags her tail because it's Gabe. Yeah. Come on. Sometimes you've got to put it on. You've got to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And heaviness could come through sickness. Heaviness could come through depression. Heaviness could come by not paying your bills. There is power in praise. You know, you know Paul and Silas, right? You know, they got thrown in jail. Did you know Paul and Silas got thrown in jail? You know how they got thrown in jail? They were casting out a devil out of a woman. Yeah, there was this woman that was following them around in the city, and she was proclaiming, listen to these men. They are from the Most High God and would show you the way of salvation. That's exactly what she was saying. That seems to be pretty good for advertising. Come on, you're spreading the gospel. And all of a sudden, after three days of her doing this, he realized it was a spirit in her saying this. And all of a sudden, he turned around and he said, come out of the woman. And doesn't describe what happened, but the demon came out of the woman. And those that owned her, because she was a slave girl, lost their income because of her soothsaying. But here's the deal. You have somebody who is a soothsayer who's tapping into the demonic. Come on. And you have them proclaiming, then therefore people who do not know better would think that the soothsaying had to do with Almighty God. Wow. And the Bible says that they were put in jail in the book of Acts. They were put in jail. Hello? And they were put in the inner prison. And not only that, they had a soldier attached to them in the inner prison. Well, what did they start doing? Praising. Now, a lot of people, if it was you and me and we were put in the inner prison, we'd be thinking, my God, I don't know if we would go to praise him. 
Come on, don't look at me like that, you Westerners. Come on, hello, somebody. Amen. I travel the world. Come on. It's the truth. We, I don't know if we'd be praising God or not. I think we might be wringing our hands. We might be worrying. We may be crying. I mean, we may be blaming the guy that's with us. It was you, Silas. You did it. No, Paul, it was you. You're the head. You're the one who saw the light. <laughs> Come on now. I'm just with you, man. I'm with him. How would you, I mean, it would be almost like me and Jason, you know, going down to the Strawberry Festival. And there's the soothsayer booth. And we walk up to the lady there and she's all that kind of stuff. And she turns to Jason and says, let me see your hand. I'm going to read your palm. He's like, no, 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 no. Dr. Jack, what are you going to do? Come out in the name of Jesus. And then suddenly Sheriff's Department shows up. Plant City Police shows up. They put us in handcuffs. And we're like, what did you do? What did we do? Oh, you cast the woman. You cast the devil out of the woman. You just lost her income. She just lost her income. And now we're going to have to put you in the county jail. Jason turns to me and said, Pastor, why would you? Do? I, I didn't do anything. I just, I mean, this, I just cast the devil out of this lady. I mean, she started, I can't help it. She fell on the ground, started foaming at the mouth. I can't slithering like a snake. I, I can't help that. It's not my fault. Well, what are you going to do about it, Pastor? Well, you know, come on, Jason, lift your hands. Let's just worship God. <laughs> I sing, pra- I sing praises to your name. And all of a sudden, an earthquake happens in Florida. Can you imagine that? I mean, known for hurricanes, but an earthquake happens. I mean, it's better than a sinkhole. Praise God. Amen. And an earthquake starts happening, and the jail starts happening, right? And all of a sudden, the chains fall off, and the prison doors are open, not just for me and Jason, but for every prisoner in the building. Because we just started praising God. You know, isn't it interesting that when Satan causes an earthquake, people die. But when God causes an earthquake, chains fall off and prison doors open wide. Can you say amen? There's something about praising the Lord through your circumstance. That's the reason why on Sunday mornings you should come and put your praise on. Even if you have to force yourself to do it. Well, it's just not my personality. It has nothing to do with personality. No. It has everything to do with praising the Lord. Amen. Lifting your hands. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, lifting up holy hands. Why is it that Muslims bow down five times a day? Did you know they bow down five times a day? To the east of, to worship a false dead God who doesn't even exist? We have to be very careful what God has given us, that we get so used to it, that we take advantage, because when God gives us something and, it's so, and suddenly it's no longer around, we have to be very careful. We have to be very careful of, of where we were and in five years where God brought us. We cannot forget, and people forget where they were. Many people five years ago, 10 years, desperate, desperate, I mean desperate places. And they got around Word and Spirit people. And they studied the Word and they got full of the Holy Ghost and experienced many things. We are not, listen, we are in the world, but we're not of the world. That means we have to think differently than the world. You have to think differently. The only way to think differently is through mind renewal. Through the word of God, Romans 12, 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you're renewing your mind every day. You're either renewing your mind to the world or you're renewing your mind to the word. But mind renewal is happening every day. 
We cannot forget what God has done for us and where we used to be. I know where I used to be 20 years ago. Oh, much better today. I have not forgotten the encounters with God that I've had. I have not forgotten the people who have helped me. Come on, I have not helped. We, we have not forgotten. Hello. And that reminds me to stay growing. I don't want to go back. It's a dangerous thing to walk up to light and draw back. Let me say that one more time. It's a dangerous thing to walk up to light and then draw back from light. There's something about praising God that releases angels and angelic beings. We see in the book of Psalms, chapter 68, verse 4, it says, Sing unto the Lord, sing praises to his name, extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Jehovah the Lord, rejoice before him. The word extol means to raise in words, to praise, exult in manifestation, to magnify. A manifestation of praise is lifting hands. A manifestation of praise is singing. <laughs> A manifestation of praise is clapping our hands. That's a manifestation of praise. A manifestation of non-praise is like this. <laughs> Ever been mad at God besides me? <coughs> None of you? Oh my God, me, I'm the only I'm the only one. Well, I'm in I'm in a room full of angels. Your halos are leaning right now. Sister, get your husband and get your wing out of your husband's eye. Praise God. Amen. No. Come on. Ever been mad at God? Anybody been mad at God? Like, yeah. Did you ever go to church being mad at God? Yes. I did. Yeah. Yeah, did you feel ever feel like praising God while you're mad at God? No. no. I remember this one time we were in Chicago. I was mad. I was just mad at God. Like he's really my problem. <laughs> Come on. Hello, somebody. Right? I, I've discovered most of the stuff that's happened in my life is not because of God and not because of the devil, because I did it. Yeah, I, I stuck my foot. Hello, in my mouth. I, I stuck my head in the meat grinder and cranked, cranked the meat grinder myself. I, I'm the one. Me, myself, and I. Those three people right there have been my worst problem. The, the dude I looked at in the mirror this morning. Come on. Hello, somebody. So I was mad. I was mad at God because I didn't like the place I was in. Ever been in a place you didn't like? But it was totally God? Yeah. Most people want relief. They want to escape that process of character and integrity forming. Come on, hello. And faith testing. So we were at church, and I was mad. And the music was pumping. I mean, it was going on. And I was just mad. So my wife, thank God for wives. The Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Amen. Amen. So she leans over in my ear. She said, you can give God better than that. Go, Pastor I was like, well, at least I didn't eat us out of house and home. <laughs> okay, okay. So, some of y'all go, what? 
Look, she leaned over in my ear. You could do better than that. Okay, well, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Now I got to go kill my meal. Praise God. <laughs> no, so I'm standing there, right? So I'm like, okay. So I just started tapping my foot. That's all I'm going to get. That's all you're going to get. That's all God's going to get right there. But you know, you start tapping your foot. Yeah. <laughs> you start. I mean, you start. <laughs> I mean, you start, you start worshiping. I mean, you start breaking it down. You just can't help it. I mean, it's just like it gets all over you, you know. And suddenly, the funk cloud that you've been walking in. Come on, walking in that stinky old green Charlie Brown pig pen. Somebody got stinky on the day. Everything was good until stinky walked in the door. Stinky what? Stinky attitude. Somebody tomorrow, you're going to go to work and you're going to hang around stinky with their blanket. <laughs> Everywhere. And you're going to have to, you have to pray in tongues on the way to work. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Got to walk in that office for nine hours. <laughs> you should, you should, some of you should get that close hangers, you know, that you, you know, doesn't pinch, but it's like, the, yeah, the clothes pin thing. Just walk in your office and sit next to the person that's giving you a rough time. And then... <laughs> and it's easy to get a stinky attitude. And we know when you're stinky because you haven't been praising. And you haven't been rejoicing, and you haven't been read, reading your Bible, and you haven't been praying in your tongue. <sighs> I smell stinky. And we all can fall into it. All of us. Our hardest days are on Monday. Sunday's the first day of the week, not Monday. I think the only reason why we go to work on Monday is because we need a paycheck on Friday. Praise God. Amen. Or everybody would sleep in. Three of you agree with me. Praise God. Amen. It's the truth. Come on now. We got to get up and go to work. There's something about praising God. And sometimes it has to be a sacrifice. You do it willingly. But then sometimes you're in the, in the midst of a big mess and you got to put on the sacrifice of praise. Psalms 150 verses 1 through 6 says, 6 says this, Praise ye the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firm of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him on the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise him with the timbre and the dance. Praise him with the string instruments and organs. Praise him with the loud cymbals. Praise him with the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Amen. You know, sometimes there's times I'll come in here by myself and I'll just praise the Lord. 
I'll just walk over to the drums. You gotta do what you gotta do to get a breakthrough. Amen. Put it on, put it on. Amen. So why are you talking about this morning? Because a lot of y'all need to put it on. <laughs> yeah, because you're facing things. Amen. Sickness. Come on, don't let that thing in your house. Tell it to go to your neighbor who's not serving God. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard you got the <laughs> corona. My, 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 Sharona virus. Praise God. <laughs> I'm your answer. Come on. The Bible says, go and lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Come on now. We are Christians. We are not victims. Sometimes you just got to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. In Jeremiah 33.11, this is awesome right here. Jeremiah 33.11 says this, The voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, the voice of the bride, the voice of them that shall say, Praise the Lord of hosts. Here's something really awesome. We were praising the Lord, and the voice of joy hit Andrew. <laughs> because we were praising God and the, the anointing is here the presence of God is here Amen. does depression have a voice yeah it does tears hiding in the corner close the curtains stay in the dark stay in bed come on now there's a voice to everything the voice of joy the voice of gladness the voice of the bridegroom the voice of the bride the voice of the shall say praise the Lord of hosts for the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever of them that shall bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of God 
And that's where you sacrifice. That's a sacrifice. When you don't feel like praising is when you put it on. You've got to overcome your flesh because your flesh is screaming. Nobody loves me. Nobody cares about me. You don't know my problem. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Come on now. Praise. What is that? It's an external sacrifice. It's, it's, it's an external act of sacrifice. It's influencing your will. It makes us proceed to action. His presence will always invoke a response. God's presence will always invoke a response. Either people will get mad or they'll get glad. It's one or the other. How many times in 10 years have we been here? If what happened to Andrew this morning where people have gotten up and walked out, how many? I mean, there's too many times it can count. How many times when the presence of God comes so strong, even while preaching is going on and tears are running down people's face? Yeah. How many times? Isn't it interesting? We have to force our will to conform to God's word. It's our flesh. We've got to overcome our flesh. And it's so easy to yield to our flesh. Come on now. The Bible says sin is pleasurable for a season, then it pays wages. So it didn't say that sin wasn't pleasurable. It is for a season. And the wages of sin is death. Isn't that right? Shall bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord, for I will cause to return the captivity of the Lamb, as the first says the Lord. In Hebrews 13, 15, it says this, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Praise includes many things. Words of adoration, songs of exaltation, shouts of praise, praise in the dance, thanksgiving, acts of service, cause men to see the light in you. There is something about praise. Praise is not just always lifting your voice. Praise is an act of service. Yeah. Psalms 63, 1 through 8. It's a psalm of David in the wilderness. He said, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. The last few mornings, I've been waking up at 4 or 5 in the morning, going into the living room, just praying in tongues, worshiping God. And playing with Jesse. Throw the ball down the hallway as I'm praying in tongues. Praise God. Amen. If all I have is God, my wife, and my dog, that's all I need. Praise God. Amen. I'm happy. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longs for thee in a dry and weary land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory as I've seen it in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus I will bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied with marrow and fatness. My mouth shall play, praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches because thou hast been my help. Therefore I, in the shadow of thy wings I will rejoice. My soul falleth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholds me. You see there is power in praise. There's something about praising God that will get you out of the funk every single time. When temptation comes you lift your hands and you start praising God. It will leave. It flees. It flees. We cannot forget that we have weapons in the warfare of the battle that has already been won. We have to use those weapons to maintain 
the winning edge. That's the battle that we fight. The ultimate battle has already been won. The battle that you and I fight is to maintain what has already been won. That's the fight. And it's a good fight. And it's called faith. The good fight of faith. Singing in the Spirit is one form of the highest form of praise, singing in the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 14, 15 says this, What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit, and then I will pray with my understanding also. I will sing in the Spirit, and I will sing with my understanding also. So when you pray and when you sing in tongues, it's one of the highest forms of praise. Why? Because it's your spirit, man, by the Holy Spirit, singing or praying the perfect will of God. Jude verse 20, Beloved, build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. The old timers used to say this, when you got a note of victory, a couple things will happen. One, you either start laughing uncontrollably, or you start weeping uncontrollably, or you start praising uncontrollably. When you got a breakthrough, singing, laughing, weeping, when you got a note of victory. Dancing in the spirit. Now, we've moved on. To, to the charismatic bunny hop stage. I mean, I remember when I was a teenager, 16, 17 years old, during the charismatic movement, you know, we sing songs, you know. I will sing unto the Lord, for he is triumphed gloriously. The horse and rider fell into the sea. Right? And then the, I will sing unto the Lord, for he is triumphed gloriously. The horse and rider fell into the sea. The Lord my God, and I will praise him, my Father. I mean, you used to get the groove on. I mean, I, any, anybody in a, grew up in a church like that besides? I mean, and then the one guy, he'd get out of the aisle because he was the best Judaistic dancer ever. And then it was during a time that women would wear leotards and, and skirts and all that kind of stuff. And... It was interpretive dance. Ah! I don't even want to think about it. Interpretive dance. And the flag wavers. You think at any moment a 747 is going to land right down the center aisle of the church. I'm not kidding. I was in. I was in the. I was in the epicenter of the flag waver church. Because all 85 people had flags. Can you imagine the breeze? Was created from the flags. People's eyes got poked out and bumps on the back of the head because you know you, there's all kinds of different kind of levels of flag waving. I mean, you got the little simple one like this, and then you got the. Jackie Chan. I got hit. I got hit with that one. I'm on the. I'm on the front row, right? Standing. Whoa. You felt like the Matrix. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Y'all ever seen The Matrix, right? That was pretty good right there. I mean, <laughs> I, was in, I was in that church. My son, Josh, leaned over. He said, Dad, there's a pool table in the basement. I said, yeah. He said, I'm going. I'll see you. I'm like, you're leaving me here? He said, you're on your own. He went down in the basement, shot nine ball. Praise God, I wish I would have been with him. Because that thing went on for an hour and a half. There are some things we should never remember. <laughs> Ever. Why don't we have... Let me tell you. We don't have tambourine players here. We don't have flywaggers here. And we certainly don't have shofar blowers here. And the reason why, it's all a distraction. Off of the attention of God. And he's jealous. He's not jealous of you. Oprah, sister, he's not jealous of you. He's jealous over you. Over you. It's a distraction. That thing went on for an hour and a half. And I talked to the Lord afterwards. I said, Lord, why? What is because when the pastor's wife got up, she said, My, we've had a move of God here this morning. I'm like, and this is what the Lord told me. He said, if they can't have the real, they can't have the gold, they'll settle for brass. They'll settle for the substitute. Come on now. And God is not in the substitute. He wants the real, and we can have the real. But there's something about praising God that will take you through every circumstance that you face. Praising will destroy your enemies. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 18 through 22, it says this, And Jehoshaphat bowed his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem bowed down before the Lord and worshipped him. The Levites from Kohath family groups and Korah family stood up to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, and they sang very loudly. Early the next morning, Jehoshaphat's army went out into the desert of Tekoa, and they marched out, and Jehoshaphat stood there saying, Listen to me, men of Judah and Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will stand strong. Have faith in his prophets, and you will succeed. Jehoshaphat encouraged the men and gave them instructions. Then he said to the temple singers, Stand up in their special cl uh, clothes and to praise the Lord. They marched in front of the army and sang praises. They sang the song, Praise the Lord, because he's faithful, his love will last forever. And as they began to sing praises to God, the Lord set ambushments, ambushments for the army from Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sur, who came to attack Judah. The enemy was defeated. So in other words, God told Jehoshaphat, set the praise team in front of the army. Yes! <laughs> set the praise team in front of the army and let them start praising God. Now let's think about that for a second. It would be like President Trump taking the Marine Corps band and say, boys, okay, we're going to Afghanistan. This is what I want you to do, all 150 of you. I want you to go in front of the army and the infantry, and we're going to rush the terrorist group in Afghanistan. And as you're rushing, I want you to... Now, how many would volunteer for that position? 
Any, any military personnel? You were in the military? Okay, thank you. I'm gonna stick Jason and Michelle in front with a shofar and a tambourine. Praise God, amen. <laughs> well, the heaven you ain't. Praise God, amen. Hello. Praise God. Well, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, then your face will surely show it. If you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet. Okay, sometimes you have to sing the happy song. No, he gave instructions for the praisers to go before the army. And as they were worshiping God loudly, it wasn't, I sing praises to the Lord. Oh, to your name. Oh, Lord. For your name is great and great. No, I sing praises to your name. with some hearts behind it. That's right. Yeah. I think sometimes we have a tendency to forget that we, this is a weapon that we can use to defeat whatever, finances, sickness, issues, whatever, or even our own attitude. You can't have a stinky when you're praising God. I'm telling you, it gets you out of stinky. I think everybody has a wicked stepbrother and a wicked stepsister within themselves. Your sister needs to stay home. Your twin needs to stay home. The time you don't feel like coming to church is when you come to church. Because the very answer that you're asking God for would be in that message that particular day. One word from God can change your life forever. Satan ain't resisting people who are going to the strawberry festival today and skipping out on church. Yeah, come on! Until the end of the day. Because you had too many churros, and you ate too much cotton candy, and you had too many corn dogs, and then you got on the last ride before you left, and you wish you didn't, because you find yourself in the bathroom all night long, thinking about the bad choices that you made, while you're hugging John. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> you know it's true. How many times were you all in the world and you went out on Friday night and then Saturday morning you wish, or you ended up somewhere you didn't know where you how in the world you got there? <laughs> you think, oh, well, there's another weekend of bad decisions. <laughs> 
Why do we lift our hands? Why do we lift our hands to the Lord? Well, because the word says so. And this is universal language for surrender. We lift our hands because this is universal language. Psalms 134 verse 2 says, Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. 1 Timothy 2.8 says, I desire therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. So that's the reason why we lift our hands. We're surrendering. We're saying, God, my life is yours. I was bought with a price. I'm no longer my own. Thank you for your sacrifice. If Jesus laid down his life to save us, shouldn't we lay down our lives to serve him? Absolutely. Why do we do audible praise to God? I never understood it. I mean, even when I was in a denominational church, I didn't understand. Yes, yeah, Sister Sue, what you got? I got an unspoken prayer request. How can two or three come together and agree with you touching anything on the earth that you shall ask if you don't if it's unspoken? What what? What are you doing? I'm praising God silently. You look like you got Tourette's or something. What's the matter? <laughs> in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Why do we have audible praise unto God? Psalms 34 verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Acts 4.24 says, And when they heard this, they lifted their voices to God. Why do we sing in our native language, our known language, and why do we sing in tongues? 1 Corinthians 14, 14 and 15 says this, For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with my understanding also. I will sing in the spirit, and I will sing my understanding also. How do you sing in the spirit? Zuri mama wa gete Singing in the spirit. Singing with my understanding also. I will lift up your name and I will praise. My praise shall on your lips be my praise. You're my God, you're my king, you're my everything. And I will praise you every morning. Singing in the spirit. Singing in interpretation. Singing in my understanding. Michael, Gabriel, and Lucifer, the three cherubim. Michael had one-third of the angels, Gabriel had one-third of the angels, and Lucifer had one-third of the angels. When Lucifer was kicked out, one-third of the angels went with him. It was the ones he's influenced. He was heaven's praise and worship leader. For a period of time, heaven didn't have a song. 
Wow. Why do we have this type of worship? Because Jesus said in John 4, 23 and 24, he says this, but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's the reason why we have this kind of worship. That's the reason why we lift our hands, we sing in the spirit, we sing songs, we bow down, we kneel down. This is not entertainment. We're not being entertained. We don't, don't have the cappuccino bar and the popcorn machine and the cotton candy machine. You come down and you bring the popcorn and your cappuccino and you sit down and then the worship team sings all the latest Hillsong. It's like being at a concert. There's something about the power of praise that's in your arsenal. I, I bet you, whatever you're facing right now, you start praising, you'll be on the other side very soon. I'm telling you, you pray every time you think about it, every time you think about your finances, every time you think about your job situation, every time you think about sickness or whatever, trying to attack your family, you start praising the Lord. I guarantee you, it won't hang around. Amen. That thing will go, there's just too much joy around here. There's just too much praising around here. There's just too much singing around here. There's just too much dancing around here. It will pack its bags, leave your house, and go find someone who's depressed. Amen. Sometimes you just got to praise it through, especially if you're having one of those days. As a matter of fact, I'm going to share something with you that's really interesting. You can get to the point in your spiritual life with God that he tells you ahead of time when something's coming. Because he'll get you up early. He'll get you up early and you got to go. And, and it's really hard. It's all hard for all of us. You can't go sit on your computer and look at Facebook. I mean, come on. Hello. I mean, it happens. We, we get up. Okay, let me go find out. Let me go. I don't, I don't want the, I don't want the, what is it called? Fear? What is it? What is it? FOMO. FOMO. I don't want to be a FOMO this morning. What's FOMO? Fear of missing out. Praise God. <laughs> you got to watch out for that FOMO spirit that gets on you early in the morning when you're supposed to be praying. Are you supposed to be praising? Don't look at me like that. We all sit. We all fall into it. We, we do. I even fall into it, too. What's happening today? No. He'll tell you ahead of time. I mean, you, when you, if he's waking you up early, he's waking you up for a reason. He wants you to, he wants you to pray some things through. He wants you to pray some things through because something's going to happen during that day. You may not know exactly everything, but man, how many times things are avoided because you prayed through or you worshiped through or you praised through. Can you say amen? Amen. All right, come on, stand to your feet. Thank you for joining us this week. Don't forget to check out our website at lifefamilychurch.net.